This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stefan from ProjectLifeMaster.com and I'm here at SellerCon in Orlando, Florida and I'm being joined by Christine Krogh who is one of the speakers at this event. Uh, she has an amazing story to share with you guys. She's uh, a top Amazon seller. She got started a few years ago. Um, her brand Mama Moon Boutique, um, I believe that's the one I think it had 3.7 million in 2017. Uh, she's actually a featured success story on Amazon.com. So Amazon actually featured her on the website as an inspirational story. So I want to say thank you for taking the time. You're welcome. It's good to be here. Yeah. Do you want to share with people a little bit about your story, how you got into selling on Amazon, and a little bit about the businesses that you built? Yeah. I started out in 2011, which is a little bit earlier than I think some people jumped on. And I just wanted to make extra cash. I was like, you know, I want to pay for piano lessons and soccer. And I had four kids. The youngest was a baby. And I just really want to be able to work from home, yeah. something really flexible. A lot of women out there. Sure. Yeah, looking for that, right? Work around your kids' dentist appointments and whatever. So I thought, oh, you know, selling online would be great. First, I wasn't even thinking Amazon. I just thought, you know, build my yeah. own website. And um, my youngest son used to just, like, take his socks off all the time. So I created this product um, called Baby Under Socks that keeps the, the socks, like, on. Right. <laughs> They're attached to the pants, kind of like underwear. Anyway, so I created that product and, and he wore it and then the neighbors checked it out and people liked it so I made more and I hired like a little local cut and sew place to make a couple thousand. And I started my own website, started selling it. It, it sold a few here and there but, but not, not daily um, until I added Amazon. Someone suggested, hey, sell on Amazon. And at the time I was a shopper so I was like, oh, okay, can you, can you do that? Can you just sell on Amazon? And yeah, it turns out you can. So. Yeah. As soon as I listed it, it, it started really wow. selling. Yeah. And I know you've got a few products, I think, you sell now, mm-hmm. um, the dryer ball, and yeah. also they're talking about a game as well. Do you mind sharing? Yeah. How did you transition to, to different Yeah, products? so after um, I started selling the baby under socks, 
I thought, wow, there's real potential here to add more products. And you know, once you get a product going, it's kind of like you hit reorder, yeah. and you don't have to redo the photos or the marketing very often. So I was getting bored. I want to add more things, make more money. So I, I started the dryer balls, yeah. and um, I became the number one dryer ball seller. Um, back then, there weren't a ton like there are now, but uh, at the time, it was more innovative. But then I added um, this board game in 2015, and right. that's really taken off as well. Yeah. So. And I know yeah, you spoke at this event about product creation. Mm -hmm. So what? Because I know that one important thing is being able to stand out with products, and I think a lot of people, they're just maybe just kind of they're not innovative enough. They're not thinking about how to stand out from other products that are out there on Amazon. Do you yeah. mind maybe sharing and touching base a little bit on someone that's maybe brand new, how they could stand out or innovate a little bit with their product? Yeah, yeah. So one of the things I just talked about at SellerCon was uh, the first thing I do is I write down ideas. So I write down all my favorite products I use during the day, my favorite products for my kids, for me, things like that. And then I try to think of how I can improve those products. Um, I also think of ideas where, you know, you're using something and you're like, it would be really great if I had it like this or it was this color or this size and write down things like that too. And I just try to, try to think of how I can make improvements on things that I already use in my everyday life. Um, sometimes you find a gap, like where you're like, I could really use something like this, and there really isn't anything like that out there. Um, I do have a list of questions that I like to go over. Um, how can you make something like more travel friendly? Or how can you make something um, you know, cheaper? Yeah. That's great, you can take an expensive product and make it out of cheaper materials and you know, serve a market that can't afford the high-end version. Yeah. Um, sometimes I like to look at men's products and see if you can make a a female-friendly version or vice versa. So I really try to look at things and try to see like what market hasn't been served yet and how you could differentiate your product to serve that market. Yeah. And then uh, I guess part of that process, do you reach out to different suppliers and talk to them about seeing what they can do with you? And yeah. I guess you got to factor that in as well. Yeah, so usually I will go on Alibaba and just find something that's similar. Yeah. Sometimes if there's nothing similar, I'll just find them where they've made things in that market, like they've made baby products, even if they haven't made this particular one. Um, and then, you know, we just, I start drawing and sometimes I'll have to get a CAD drawing or something and yeah. I'll show them and they'll make prototypes for me. Very cool. And then uh, I guess, you know, if you're going to uh, do that and customize a product a little bit, is there certain things you can do to make sure that no one else like can go to that supplier and do the same thing as you? Like, can you get a, some sort of contract? I do do that, but I, I have heard that they're not always the best at falling right. through. So far, my, my factories have been trustworthy. They, yeah. haven't, they haven't sold it to other people. Right. But, yeah, I don't know how ironclad those contracts are. <laughs> yeah. So, so let me ask you this. You know, there's a lot of uh, women out there in this similar situation that you described. Yeah. Uh, a lot of my audience, they're women, they're stay-at-home moms, you know, they've got kids and everything, and they're looking at um, the Internet as a way to be able to make a side income or full-time income oh, yeah. while being a mom. Yeah. And I know there's challenges that come along with that, too. Do you mind sharing with, with me, you know, what would be your message to, to uh, the moms out there because, you know, that are trying to manage the kids and the house and all the different things that they're doing to be able to also build a business like this on the side? Yeah, so it is really great because there's a lot of flexibility there. Yeah. But um, definitely, you know, you got to utilize all your dead time. Um, you know, got to, if your baby's napping or on a play date or something, it's tempting to, like, do chores or take a nap or something like that. But if, if you really want to be serious about starting your business, you really just need to set aside time to start your business. So for me, every time my baby was napping or my kids were on a play date or otherwise engaged in something, maybe they were watching Dora or whatever, 
even if it was like 15 minutes, I'd be on my computer, I'd be writing down product ideas or emailing somebody to find out more information and really utilizing that time in the dishes or whatever else would just have to wait. Because yeah. um, I see a lot of people that they're like, well, I just don't have any time. And I think you do have time. It's just easy to get caught up doing other things or being like, oh, I want to read or I want to take a break or whatever. And if, if you want to do it, you really just have to focus and make yeah. it your number one hobby. That's what I used to tell my husband. It's, it's just my hobby. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. And I find, you know, if you actually um, journal your day, like and actually yeah. where you're spending your time, you can always find oh, things yeah. that you're doing. You're like, why am I spending an hour doing this when instead right. I could just dedicate that to my business instead yeah. and just try to be more efficient with the time that you have? Right, for sure. Yeah, and then what's, um, let me ask you this, what kind of challenges have you faced along your journey? You know, because we all go through ups and downs uh, along this journey. I, yeah. I remember actually, I think I was reading your Amazon story, and um, I think one of your products from Nepal, there was some sort of challenge. you mind maybe sharing that or any other challenges you might have gone through and how you have overcome those adversity? Um, well, that, our supplier in Nepal, when they had that earthquake back yeah. in, I think it was 2014, um, they... We honestly didn't, they, they're in Kathmandu, which was hit really hard by the earthquake, and we didn't know if they were going to be okay. Luckily, they were, the owners were okay. Everyone who worked for them was okay. Um, we didn't know if we were going to get product for a while, but we, we, we tried to keep like three months, at least three to six months inventory on hand, so they were able to get back up and running before we totally ran out. Um, but what was really awesome is by then we had been doing over a million dollars in sales with them, and a bunch of their employees became homeless. And we were able to donate money to help them get back on their feet and stuff like that. So that's really nice. And we're actually going to Nepal for the first time oh, in two wow. weeks. That's so exciting. So we get to meet them. So we're really excited. That's awesome. Yeah. Has there been any other challenges that you faced along the way? or uh, what's, what's actually, let me ask you this, what's the mindset you have around adversity or challenges like that that come up? You seem like a very positive Sunk person. Cost. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. And... I, I, I actually, if you want to know, I wired $30,000 to a scammer that oh. never came back. This was several years ago, and I wasn't making as much money then as yes. I am now. Um, unfortunately, someone had hacked into my email and the supplier's email, and it was a supplier I had been communicating with and who I trusted, and who was trustworthy, but because he hacked into both sides, he changed their bank account information oh, wow. before it got to me. Anyway, long story, I sent no, 30000 sorry, to who knows. Um, and that was hard. Yeah. That was like $30,000. Well, Tatiana had an experience of $3,000. <laughs> yeah. And she was actually, th she was recently able to get the money back. Thanks. And then I was still owing yes. the company $30,000 for a product yeah. they had made for me. Yeah. And so now I had to come up with another 30000 to pay them because it wasn't their fault either that we both got scammed. So um, that was hard. And I was kind of just telling my husband, like, oh, I can't believe this. But he was like, you know, you just got to move forward. Yeah. And that's, I mean. It's, it's all about the attitude and the mindset around it because I, some people, they'll have an event like that and they'll give up and they'll use that as a story yeah. not to do anything, but I guess it's just a learning experience like, yeah. and yeah. who knows, maybe you wouldn't be where you are today if it wasn't for things like that that happen because yeah. it wouldn't force you to learn or motivate mm -hmm. you and whatnot. Yeah, and my husband was like, if you still believe in the product, let's still buy it, still sell it. That's awesome. Yeah, keep doing it. Um, I'm going to wrap up, uh, but just, I guess the, the final question that I have for you is, do you have any just advice or general, uh, general advice for people that are brand new that want to, you know, here, here at SellerCon, there's amazing selling machine, there's trainings now that exist, yeah. um, but for those that are looking at Amazon as an opportunity to build a business, any just advice or things that you wish you knew when you started that you would do differently? Yeah. 
Um, I do wish, back when I started in 2011, there weren't a lot of other people doing it. Or at least I didn't know how to connect with yeah. whoever was doing it. Now, people have great opportunities to talk to experienced sellers, and they can tell you what mistakes they've made, like wiring money to a scammer, or other things. And there's actually, I've had a lot of other setbacks where I ordered a product, and the, you know, I guess I didn't triple check the dimensions, and they sent me a thousand of something that's too small or too big. And you know, I've had those kinds of experiences that I can share with other people, and I know most sellers can share their experiences. I, I wish I had had experienced sellers to tell me things yeah. so that I didn't have to go through like so many so many mistakes uh, but I'm always happy to share my mistakes with other people I know other sellers are too so I think connecting yeah. with people that have been there done that is really good you could save a ton of time and money if people like just point you on the right direction yeah. what to focus on and that's the value of coming to an event like this yeah. is yeah. you know you're a speaker here but there's just so many Amazon sellers that you can learn from and share those experiences and help yeah. each other out. Yeah, so I think connecting connecting is really good, especially with people that have um, been doing it longer than you. Awesome. Great. Well, I want to say thank you so yeah. much for taking the time. I appreciate it. I know that a lot of my audience will enjoy listening to you awesome. uh, and your, your story. So good. thank you again so much, and thank you guys for watching. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it, and we'll see you again in the next video. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.